Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Game of Thrones 2 Electric Bookaloo, publishing outside our regular schedule to do some more in-depth coverage of the new House of the Dragon Season 2 trailer. Joining me to talk about this teaser trailer is Bosmang Aaron. My sense so far is that the show is going to make a few left turns in a way that maybe they wouldn't have done for season one. Oh yeah, I don't know. My 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 feeling is that season one was sort of a proof of concept. Like they wanted to build up goodwill again, and once they got it, do you think they're going to change after they built up goodwill? <laughs> I mean, they they. I mean, it's not like season one's a slavish following of the plot of Fire and Blood, but it was pretty close. It, it was, was pretty like, close. And, and most, yeah. most of what they deviated from was like you know, things that you would have to be inside the mind of the character to know, or you'd have to like, they, they mm-hmm. took advantage of like, well, there's only, you know, like uh, um, the idea that Vagar accidentally uh, killed uh, Prince was a Jason. I mean, even Luke. so there was a, there was a, a bit of wiggle room to do those things. Yeah. Cause nobody was there. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, look, there, there's a couple things to consider. One, we lost the chief showrunner, uh, we lost the directorial side of that. Sure. Okay. The safety blanket. Yeah. Yeah. But the we still have Condal, right? Condal is the main guy. Yeah. So, yeah. So then the question is, does Condal do what the original series did? And that is first couple seasons, pretty faithful to the book. And then going forward. Yeah, we can debate that. Play a little jazz. Do some composite characters. A few things like that. Yeah. Okay. You want to jump in and talk about this trailer? Sure. Uh, we begin with Otto saying that mistakes were made. <laughs> Errors were made. Aaron. I think we can all agree on that, Otto. <laughs> mistakes were made. It's a big, big the, man to admit it. The brilliant political spin <laughs> to, to acknowledge that mistakes were made. I Now, this could be talking about, you know, the fact that Luke and Eric's gets chomped in the season finale, or he could be talking about maybe maybe we didn't prop up Aegon the Second 
in the smoothest of fashions. Uh, not not sure what to make of this, but you know, you've got you've got Otto doing Otto things. I, if I had to bet, I'd think it's a former that he's going to try to play off the death of Luke and yeah, some of these others. It's like you know, it's it's just still not too late to to snatch peace from the jaws of war here, and for you to to bend the knee to the rightful king. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next, we see Renera kind of in her grief, looking out mournfully over the sea. And to me, this is kind of an indication they're going to pick up right where they left off. Like this may be the same day that she finds. Yeah, out and, and is she not? Uh, is is this is this the high tower she's looking at? I don't think so. I think she thinks my son was lost at sea, or the, the remains of him. Is that Storm's End that they're looking? Because what castle is she looking at at that promontory? She might have like mounted the dragon and gotten as close as she can to Storm's End. Okay. That's my sense. I'm going to guess that that's Hightower. Oh, all right. Oh, so she's, she's, uh, she's, consi- yeah, she's, she's maybe thinking of something, something rash here. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go burn down a castle, Danny style. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. I don't anyway, think she'll thought- attack it, but it's like, maybe, you know, it's something she's uh, considering. You know? It is it is kind of like it is kind of nice for the story that if you want someone to get to a different place in the kingdom and look, you know, dramatically at that. It's, it's like driving to your ex-girlfriend's house, you know, just <laughs> sitting outside the house thinking case and stalking. Yeah. Need a restraining <laughs> order. So uh, Renera is stalking Allison, I, I suppose. No, I thought it was I thought it was a good sign that we are not going to have a big gap time gap between seasons. Yeah. I do think that they've built up enough of these character arcs in in a way that you really want to see the emotional payoff after the big event, you know? So I think we did get a little of that at the, in the season finale, but mm-hmm. I really, really want to see uh, how Rhaenyra is processing. Sure. Damon in full battle gear. Damon's still looking as badass as he always does. Mm-hmm. Um, you think we're going to see Damon on the field of battle more often in this second season or in the room as his wife's counselor? I think he's going to. Yeah, no, he's going to kick some ass. He's definitely like if. Uh, uh, yeah, we're we're not spoiling things. Right. But like. Uh, I hope we're not spoiling things by saying that Damon will kick ass. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be involved. I don't think he is uh, the con- the wartime consigliere. He's mm-hmm. the uh, he he's Sonny. You know, he, right. he's the guy you want out there in the fights, the, the, the streets fighting. Yeah, yeah. If, even if the punches don't always land, he's gonna yeah get hot tempered and people, go out. People going to know. People going to know they were punched. <laughs> exactly right. Okay, uh, we see the high tower banners. We see an encampment between the mountains. People are gathering for war. That's the that's the sense we're getting. And that to me, that looks very veily. So if you're looking for mm-hmm. indications of how, you know, because Jake, you'll recall, was on a diplomatic mission to kind of secure everything that wasn't Storm's End. He was going to check up on the Starks, yeah. check up, check up on the, the Riverlands, check up on the Vale and and this large encampment with a targaryen banner seems to uh, seems to uh, lead me to believe that they're going to be successful 
Yeah, this could be like the Knights of the Vale are have called yep. the banners, and now they're heading heading down. Yeah, it's like when uh, you know Theoden called in his banners to, to march to Gondor, and he had them all camped out. This is, this is what it reminds and we me. We see of. the green. We do see the green banners here, which I those are high tower banners mm-hmm. for sure. So they're just they're just pushing pushing different army scenes mm-hmm. together. At this point, moving chess pieces on the board. Allison, uh, not to be outdone by the brilliant political spin of her father, says many will die. That's what happens in war. (laughs) Thank you, Allison. And uh, then we see Kristen Cole about to behead a dude. And my sense is that this is this is some lord who didn't bend the knee. And now he's he's gonna get his. Yeah, might be a hold uh, might might be still a loyalist holdout on the the uh, small council. Um, but at any rate, yeah, we know that there was a there was several key lords um, loyal to um, Rhaenyra still in the capital, and uh, they're yep. gonna be they're gonna be dealt with one way or another. Now, I did not find I did I did not notice this myself, but. Uh, someone emailed me and pointed out that if you look really carefully, Kristen Cole is wearing the hand of the king's, uh, uh, like a hand of the king necklace. Oh, and actually. maybe indicating some kind of King's Landing intrigue. So I thought that was interesting. I don't. I don't really. I mean, I. I and always I think cannot. of the pin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they do have. They they do have the. That's because that's what Tyrion. And that is the hand, yeah. That's what Tyrion uses to strangle uh, Shay. And the and I don't know if they did oh, do the show, very, but in the books, yeah, yeah, he definitely uses the hand of the 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 chain of the hand, the uh, the strangler. Right. Yeah. 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 So if that is what we think it is, then that indicates that maybe Otto gets disposed deposed it at some point. Wouldn't shock know. me. That'd be a good. Uh, he'd be a good scapegoat. You know, if you wanted to be like mistakes were made. Uh, and, uh, we've definitely <laughs> yeah, dealt with those right. people who made the mistakes and, uh, now we're not going to make any more. Yep. And he is sort of an on again, off again, hand of the King. We, we've established that already, uh, with season one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this next little bit that I wanted to talk about has me really intrigued. And I have a little dispute going with my friend Ray about this. Um, there's a scene of a young girl with dark skin and she's looking up at a whitish dragon. My immediate thought was this is a this is a one of the dragon seeds and possibly dragon riding material and I thought this was nettles. That was my guess on this. It's pretty again I'll say this I'll say it once in a million times you hear a name don't google it. Because all, all, <laughs> all the secrets are known if, if you've read the book. So like, yeah, but, mm-hmm, but I think that's mm-hmm. probably pretty good specula- speculation. Looks like she's holding, is, it, is this like a fishing rod? You know, because like uh, my idea is that a lot of the, you know, from what I can see of the casting and, and uh, um, for what I know of the season, a lot of the dragon seed are going to be, Valer- you know, from Valerian stock. They're going to be, you know, right. bastard children from... In some way related to yeah, this. Yeah, you got to have a little bit of that dragon riding blood in you. Um, 
and, you know, Valerians are, they're always associated with uh, the ocean, the sea, ship, sailing, fishing, and, yeah. and her having a fishing pole, I think would be good, good, good way to brand her as part of part of that whole scene. So listeners may remember that toward the end of season one, the idea is that there are a lot of just wild dragons hanging around. If we want to gain an advantage, we might want to search out dragon riders in unsuspecting yeah, places. Ha- having having um you know dragonstone is is nice because you've got those you know it's kind of like the the boneyard they get out in the desert where the u.s keeps all the the u.s government keeps all their surplus warplanes <laughs> mothballed but ready right. to go and the you'd, you'd have to draft up some pilots and well how do you draft up pilots of dragons that's uh yeah you know sure. like we, we saw damon uh gave an inventory of all the the surplus we saw him go down to the crypts the the conjure one uh vermithor i think uh wasn't it that uh, he kind of conjured up uh out of the the crypts you know singing the valerian songs yeah second largest dragon got, why not why not see if they got can... an advantage in numbers but they they still need they they need legs to swing swing over those dragons backs they do, and um, so these dragon seeds are are sort of people that hey, g- give it a try. And we've seen <laughs> you might die, but if not, you're gonna get a lot of fame and glory. And if you don't, and if you don't die, uh, we've seen how much fun it is to have inexperienced riders of powerful dragons uh, from the climax of last season. <laughs> so there, yeah, I have a whole bunch of first time dragon riders trying to ride uh, veteran war dragons into battle. Uh, and get him to listen to what they want. That 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 sounds like uh, it'll it'll be not a problem, not a problem at all. <laughs> be a nice nice amount of conflict for the story. Yes. Um, Damon swinging dark sister. I'm gonna see dark sister in action this season. Is my hope. Aemon lusting after the Iron Throne. I wonder if this is sort of like a. Uh, something that's a little bit misleading to viewers. It's like sometimes they they'll put two scenes together. Like Amond was actually not looking at the Iron Throne in this scene, but they put those things together to make you think, "Uh oh, does Amond want his brother's throne?" Well, I mean, that was one of the subplots last year is that he not so secretly thinks he would be the ideal king. You know, if only if this 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 it, my idiot brother wasn't born before me the the realm would be in better hands so yeah and Aegon says forthrightly he says you take it i don't mm-hmm. want it mm-hmm. right well esau jacob esau flavor do you get a little bit of uh almost duty over personal glory with Aemond? why wouldn't he just take the throne or why wouldn't he why does he why is he so hell-bent on his brother setting the throne if not for just doing his duty. It's a good question. It could be that he's, you also got to remember he's young, you know, um, it, 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 it's it, maybe that ambition has to, ha, has to sit in fertile ground before it'll bear full fruit, you know, like it'd be a lot because like, what is he supposed to be at the, you know, like he's like just a teenager, right? You know, and he's been told all of his life, his brother's going to be the king. The brother's going to be the king. He saw all of King's mm-hmm. Landing bend the knee to his uh, brother, the king. Uh, that, that's a that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of official weight and inertia behind that claim. But it's more of like, you know, how long will that 
stay stuck in his craw. The idea that like I was pad the better man is passed mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Again, second son problems in this world. Yep. We have a cool beach scene. Looks like one of these dragons is sea smoke, and which would mean that it would be a dragon seed riding it. And, and then you've got a golden dragon. It's kind of like it's, it's a really cool shot, you know, sort of a wide a wide shot. You got the two dragon riders dismounted, facing off with their dragons behind them. Would you just based on their color? Would you happen to have a guess about who this white dragon is, who this golden dragon is? Um, I think, yeah, the golden, the, the kind of creamy golden dragon is Rhaenyra's mount, Syrax. Interesting. And I think you got a pretty good, uh, pretty good guess about sea smoke for the other one. There's also, but a... it's, it's also, it's also hard to tell because this is overcast. So it's yeah. like. You know, is that silver? Is that more of a blue or even a, a purple? Um, is this one of the dragons we've seen before? It's it's he's got one of those fancy. Does Sea Smoke have one of those fancy kind of uh, club stegosaurus tails? Because that's what it looks like he's got. I do not remember. I there is a feral dragon named Grey Ghost. Possibly, yep. I don't don't know. Just guessing. I was just looking. I'm going back to Sea Smoke. I was, I was looking at some of the screenshots of him online, and he does have a. It's more of a flared fin tail, but from that distance, maybe you could. Uh, it looked the same. Um, we see Bela riding Dragonback, uh, screaming and Dracarsing her way, screaming at something anyway. And you've got the the money shot of Vagar. The the magnificent buzzing buzzing the battlefield with her. Thread bear wings. Yeah, Vagar always steals the show, doesn't she? And they're it's interesting that they're also seeming like uh they're they're pitting Rhaenyra against um uh Aemon there at mm, the end because mm. they they're they're back to bat them them uh um them in, in on the on in, in the saddle riding their dragons hard. So maybe there's gonna be a little showdown there. Pretty pretty risky putting the queen on the battlefield, I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have to do it, why do it? However, but I mean, if they need every dragon rider they got. The last thing I was interested in here is I think that we see Helena wearing a veil. And it looks to be like a black veil, which would suggest that she's in mourning. And maybe that's that's all I'll say about that at at this point. Um yeah, but I thought that was an interesting detail to include. Well, as uh, <laughs> as uh, they've commented on his trailer, people die in war. They a lot of opportunities to wear black. It's a slimming color. Indeed, indeed, looks nice on people. Um, unless you're unless you're committed to green dresses, you only wear green. Uh, why not wear black from time to time? It is interesting. Um, it is interesting that the, now it's saying summer 2024, where I think before, like a couple of weeks ago, when they're talking about the release date, it was like early summer. I wonder if they're hedging their bets a little bit. Because when you hear early summer, I'm thinking, you know, May, June, summer. Well, hell, that could be July, August, even. 
So yeah, I wonder if they're hedging their. Uh, I wonder if they're hedging their bets just a little bit with the post production by just doing summer instead of. Uh, yeah, they're being pretty vague on this, and I've heard a rumor or two that they're going to split the season. Like they're going to do oh four oh four oh. and then another four later. But I I don't know if that's just rumors or if that's. You know, it's pop. It's a popular thing to do. Uh uh amazon did it with their invincible season two um you know they they kind of like i think breaking bad and amc is kind of with with the walking dead they they, they became famous but i believe uh breaking bad was one of the first ones that did that i don't like that yeah me I, I don't like that because it's no it's 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 not often done to service the story of like oh well here's the natural breaking point it would feel weird to keep you know, it's 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 almost always just to spread out that money into different quarters and things. So it's like, ugh. and it just yeah, it splits up the instead of getting like a nice white hot ball of conversation mm-hmm. and people invested, it kind of tends to throw a cold bucket of water on that. You know, if you're building a fire, do you spread your coals out or do you pile them all together? Uh, yeah, you you risk losing momentum, but you know this is sort of property that brings its own momentum with it and so you might get more mid-season buzz this way could be especially since because I, I said on the preview it's like i'm predicting that there'll be 20 million people watching this by the end of next like I, the beginning of the season i think you're going to come back not just at the season one peak but in the especially since it's been a long off season I think there's been plenty of time for the word of like House of Dragons good actually to percolate through the Game of Thrones, you know, kind of faithful. Mm-hmm. And I think there's going to be a lot of people back. Um, I think so. And so you're yeah, going to have bigger like, set pieces and more action. And it's just like, yeah. if you're a casual fan, mm-hmm. it, it would not take a lot to catch up to. But, but I still think like when you had a worldwide audience of 100 million for the original series, like maybe taking a break in the middle so people can be like, oh, I didn't even know it was coming out. Oh, yeah, it's out. It's, it's still good. You should need to watch maybe. And they're in the reacquisition business of an audience. But, you know, the other thing is like, just just tell your story. Um, you know, don't don't be don't be playing marketing games with it. But yeah, I think we we'll all see. appreciate it when you make decisions not based on marketing, but in service of the story. The other thing is, like, is if, if they're going to, as it seems likely in a, in, in a year or two, we're going to have two Game of Thrones series, base series. We're going to have House of Dragon finishing up plus a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Do you, yeah, I'm like, man, I, uh, I I don't know how those split seasons would work. Because, like, I t- you know, I, I think that's rough shifting yeah. those. And take, yeah, like you take go, this like, with a grain of salt. You know, these are just rumors. Mm-hmm. Um but you know what? You, you've already cut the season to eight episodes from ten. Don't split it up. That's yeah, four point. episodes, man. That's just uh, you're just getting a taste. I mean, unless these episodes are like two hours a long a piece or something. True, it's true. Um, you never know. Yeah, it'd be a first for. I think it'd be a first for HBO. I've never. I don't. Uh, HBO Max. I don't think I've ever seen them split a series season like that. Yeah. Well, uh, but it's probably someone jumping. Be, oh, you forgot that uh, season five of Treme was. Yeah, I have not. But 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 it seems it seems an unusual move for them. One last thing, Aaron. Yep. I have really, really loved this latest season of From Mankind. And yeah. I think you and Jim are killing it over at High Bob. And if anyone is not watching this, uh, it's a great 
fantastic sci-fi and love the bald move coverage of this show. I love for all mankind. I think it deserves a bigger audience. It is, it is on the other side of the map from game of Thrones in terms of, you know, it's, it's, it's storytelling and there's a complete lack of dragons. Uh, Hardly any incest. Spaceships um, are just dragons in space, and I mean, instead of the Iron yeah. Throne, you you want to plant a flag on some distant rock, and uh, you never know which political house is going to wind up on top. So it's true. A few a house, 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 uh, Soviet Russia, house, uh, North Korea. Really, <laughs> for all mankind is like a spot. It's like a spy show, sort of alternate timeline stuff. Uh, it is. Yeah, I guess if you don't know, like the whole thesis of For All Mankind is what if the Russians uh, beat Apollo 11 to the moon? Yeah, how would that have space, changed history? And essentially the space race never stops. Yeah. Um, and every season they jump forward 10 years starting in the late 60s. And right now we're in the 2003s. And it's just it's just really fascinating. And I really like it now because like. When when we're going through the hit, like I I was alive and paying attention to this parts of history, so it's really fun to see the subtle little butterfly flaps through the timeline of, you know, just like minor things. Like John Lennon is still alive in this mm-hmm, timeline. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's cool, uh, and he, he keeps he keeps them showing up on news reports and and whatnot. But it's it's a fascinating show. Yeah, and, Michael Jordan uh, and I do love baseball it. and wins the World Series with true the, the mariners you know th- things like that the, little mm-hmm. little bits of fan service now i will say i kind of thought that seasons two and three were a little bit less quality than the first but i think you're insane for season two the that whole that whole gore that yeah the the intrigue of the moon base and uh the the last minute heroics i'll leave it at that i i was man i was all in on season season i will say Uh, that season four is maybe my favorite so far i I think i think i i think uh you're you're uh you're not a bad danny enjoyer because he he that that the whole Danny Karen plot is hated <laughs> hated it so much. Although for Game of Thrones fan, it's the closest the show gets to incest. So you know it's 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 incest adjacent. Uh, yeah, that's a good way to. So, so, so that might bring might bring some of the Game of Throners over. I don't know. It might bring some of the Lannisters over yeah, to give give a look. See, interested in a, a wholesome incest adjacent show. Uh, yeah. Out for all mankind on Apple and uh, do a search for Hi Bob wherever you search for Hi Bob. High quality podcast. Hey, just a quick note before I sign off. If you are a fan of Severance or if you've been thinking about picking up a fantastic new sci fi show, do a search for Properly Howard Severance. You'll get to hear me and stand up comic Steve Osborne. Do an episode-by-episode rewatch of Season 1. All right, back on Thursday with more Clash of King coverage.